welcome to episode 331 of the AFK Podcast for the week of June 5th. I'm your host, James Flynn, and this is the PC Gaming Podcast from gamers like you. Joining me this week are my co-host, um, I almost said Curlin, <laughs> he's not here yet, Logan. Hey. And Whitney. Hello. That's some dedication, joining us from work, Whitney. I know, but you know what? I mean... I love that the fact like I can do that on the job because there's so much downtime right now. So oh, yeah. I'm kind of get in. That is nice. And with us in the chat room is Jerry Gamer. What's up, Jerry? So uh, this week for me, it's just been a lot of uh, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare. I've kind of gotten back into that uh, pretty hard. It's nice because I can hop in, do a couple matches, and then hop off. So it's been like a, a nice daily. Uh, game for me because I could decompress come home from work play a few rounds of Call of Duty and then go spend time with the fam it's been nice and then I've been playing Saints Row the Third on the weekend the remastered because I never played the remastered and I got the new pretty monitor so I wanted to see how it looked on that and it uh, looks great very colorful I'll tell you the colors on a quantum.oled are like eyeball crack definitely like eyeball crack so you notice it as soon as you plugged it in? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's huge. It's a huge difference. Just to, it, A lot of it is just like just the, the blacks are black because it's just those pixels are shut off, you yeah. know? So uh, Did you have to calibrate it at all, or was it just perfect out of the box? No, it was perfect out of the box. Good to go. It, it went through some kind of pixel refresh on its own. That took like 30 minutes. And then... Uh, I guess it does that automatically. Simon was telling me it does it like once a month or something like that. Because he's got one. Um, I don't know how gas prices are near YouTube, but here they're <laughs> they're right about $6 a gallon. And it's getting to be uh, painful. Um, for me to fill up my truck, it's like $135. And fortunately, I only work 15 minutes away, so I fill up. I use maybe, you know, I use a tank of gas every two weeks. That's still quite a bit. My wife, when she's working, she's a teacher, so she's off for the summer right now. But when she's working and running the kids around, it's for her, it's a tank a week. And that's like, uh, I heard gas tanks almost as big as as mine. So it's a hundred plus dollars a week. So I figured... With all the money we're spending on gas, might as well get the electric vehicle now or at least get in line for one because I noticed that uh, I was looking at Volkswagen. I was looking at um, Kia uh, and nobody had anything in stock. They had waiting lists. So I'm like, well, if I'm going to get on a waiting list, I'd rather get what I really, really want, which was the Tesla Model Y. So that's what we ended up going with. And once it was uh, spec'd out, you know, with the fully autonomous driving and everything, and the Model Ys, they're at like their small SUV. It's about the size of a Honda CRV, and it's all-wheel drive. And you know, it's nice, got nice interior, nicely appointed. They don't really give you too many options, um, but uh, I got the fully autonomous option, which is like an extra twelve grand. So that's that cost me about eighty k, and. But it's a six to nine month waiting list. So I'll probably have my Steam Deck before I have the Tesla. I bought that for the wife, technically. So The Tesla or the Steam Deck? <laughs> the, 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 the Tesla. <laughs> the Tesla. Um, and then I figured I could use her uh, Honda Pilot to go back and forth from work. And that'll use less gas than my big Dodge Hemi Ram. And then, uh, yeah, I feel bad for y'all because, like, I'm here crying over $50, and but my like Subaru is such a like gas guzzler that I just kind of only go from work and home, and it will maybe last less than a week. Oh, no, and, yeah, like, why, why, like, just and I'm not even 20 minutes away, like, I'm not far from, from work at all, but yeah, it's getting to be over 50 bucks and i'm like oh, hurts. so our gas prices are just shy of double yours oh wow yeah you guys pay in liters though right yeah yeah, yeah so liters smaller than a gallon two bucks a liter four liters in a gallon 
four and a half. Yeah, I live close enough to the Canadian border that I, yeah, I hear it all. And like when we have passengers come down from Canada, they're like, the gas is so much cheaper here. I don't know why y'all are crying. I'm like, yeah, I understand from y'all's perspective. It sucks up there, but it sucks down here too. Yeah, it sucks. I was looking at the Rivians, but uh, the one I want is 100K. And my wife is like, no. (laughs) (laughs) What's a Rivian? Is that new? Uh, it's relatively new. Rivian is another electric vehicle maker. They've come out with a pickup truck, and oh, okay. this is built on the same frame as the pickup. Ford was actually originally a heavy investor in them, but their stock tanked huge. I think it like went from 140-ish, maybe 120-ish, down to just under 20 bucks. So I know Ford pulled out in the last few months, uh, but oh, wow. I I like their vehicle. My my biggest concern about getting an electric vehicle from Tesla, from Rivian, from one of these alternate automakers is who would uh, who would do the maintenance on it. And I know there's not as much maintenance, right? But there's still, when things break, who would I take it to? Because I know my buddy has a Tesla and his Tesla, the nearest place he can go to get it fixed from an authorized Tesla place is six hours away. Here they come to you. Oh, yeah, see, he has to go to them, or he has to ship it to them. And there's multiple dealers in Illinois. So I guess that that is the one advantage of living near a big city is, you know, and Tesla has been around now for like 15, 20 years, or 15 years or something like that. So they're, it's, I don't consider myself an early adopter. I mean, when I put the solar in, I, I, I built an extra headroom to charge two electric vehicles because I knew that was what was coming down the road. And um, I will save 20000 a year in gas. Yeah. So it, it'll pay for itself pretty quickly. Yeah. I, uh, I, I told the wife, though, I said, look, I am such a, a firm believer in this and that it's not just about me. But I'll tell you what, uh, no, we, normally we alternate who gets the car. I get it, you know, one year and then two years later she gets the new car two that's years. what we do yada, yada. Yeah. yeah so i said i know it's my turn to get the new car but tell you what you can have this new vehicle so long as you get like the ev um even a ford lightning but yeah i'll 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 keep mine for extra number of years to pay off the extra 50 percent we would have to pay to get that 100k mark because we budget about 70 odd thousand for a car uh, and like, yeah, she's like, oh, maybe then. Yeah, this is the uh, the wife's Tesla. It's her turn to get the new car. Yeah. So my son will be driving next year, and he's going to need a vehicle to go to and from school. So he'll end up taking the Honda Pilot. And then I'm hoping uh, my mother moves in with us because um, she doesn't drive anymore, and she's got a brand-new CRV four-cylinder and it's really good on gas so i was going to take that to and from work yeah i was thinking about getting an an electric bike an electric bike yeah something i've always wanted to bike back and forth from work but i'm like the the bike home is brutal because i i do live on the side of a mountain Mm. well i wonder like if it wouldn't make sense for everybody to go at least part-time remote again just to bring the gas prices down yeah, you man. De- you decrease the demand. I would love that. Yeah, if you were for Tesla. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know that. That's why I I'm, I work remote on Fridays now is because of the gas prices, and I was going to add Mondays. You know, if it gets if it gets any crazier, just because. You know, I, I, as it is, just working from home on Fridays is going to save me a half a tank of gas. So. If I have to add another day, then that would be one tank of gas a month instead of two. Yeah. Um, you should take a look at the YouTube channel, Jerry Rig Everything. <laughs> Jerry Rig. As a German, I take offense to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he, he's, he's, done, he's installed his own solar, and he's done at least a one... He's done, yeah, a one-year and a two-year update, I believe. Um, but he's done the whole EV thing, and he's, he's really, really done a good job of detailing uh, the move to solar energy and alternate energy sources. He actually did just uh, pick up his Rivian as well, 
he built his own electric Hummer. So he does a good mm. teardown of all of these good reviews, um, a good introspective, gets into the detailed numbers. But since you've already done solar, I'm sure you've you've seen the actual numbers now of what you're getting and your output. Mm -hmm. or, yeah, it's still called output, I guess. Um, yeah. Your intake of solar energy and conversion. Have you managed, do you get to sell back to the grid? Yes. And have you done that yet? Like, have you had the overage? Yes. Yes, I, nice. I, I get, I'm in negative numbers every month. Oh, I, I haven't I haven't had an electric bill since February, I think oh, is when they nice. fully switched the system on. Yeah. See, we're just waiting those last few years uh, before we need our new roof, and then we'll do it all at once. Yeah, that's the way to do it, yeah. Because I'm sure there's an added cost there for labor when you've got solar panels Yeah. to do the new roof. The installation. I mean, I don't want to put solar panels up and then three years later, take it all off, do a new roof and put the solar back up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I can't speak for the older panels, but I know mine are pretty lightweight and they're easy to detach from the mountings and you can roof around the mountings. They're kind of like nice. it's built in such a way as to make it easier to redo the roof. Yeah. Very uh, cool. But my entire, I mean, I have 40, 48 or 49 panels up there, so it's it's pretty crowded. Oh. Yeah. We built in a lot of excess because I'm, I'm doing the uh, natural gas prices here in Illinois have gone up. They've tripled. Uh, so we're going to go, and we're, we're about to f ready for a new hot water heater. You figure they go out every 10 years. If this one's going on eight, and it was the builder special that came with the house, so... We're going to do a tankless electric hot water heater, and uh, we've got plenty of room uh, uh, and plenty of excess energy for that, too. And, okay. uh, yeah, yeah, just get off the fossil fuels altogether. So that we, we get our hot water tanks every 25 years. Really? Yeah. Wow, I've never had one last that long. Fif yeah. 15 tops I've seen. Yeah, that we just replaced one. We did it at 23 Wow. Yeah. Um, but I'd like to go to hot water on demand too. I yeah. That's a much more efficient system. Yeah, definitely. I mean, my gas bill last month, now granted, I haven't had the heat on all month and the gas bill was $123. And all I have is the hot water heater and we have a gas stove. So, you know, it's not the stove. It's the hot water heater. Yeah. So I'm trying to, um, you know, look look at it as uh, saving money in the long term, I guess, just to take the sting and pain away from, you know, laying out the money now. Uh, so I think that's it. I think that's all I had. Oh, the last two weeks of June, um, you guys can, can try to podcast if you want to. Uh, I'll be unavailable, though, uh, completely unavailable those last two weeks. I have a family vacation uh, starting Father's Day weekend, and then I get back from that family vacation, and I have one day before a business trip, uh, and then I, I, I leave for Vegas for a week on a business trip, and the wife's going with me. So I won't be back until that Friday, so... Uh, and I don't know if I'll make that Sunday's cast just because of, you know, everything we've got to do to get the camper cleaned up and, and put away before the next trip. So the last two weeks of June, I'm, I'm probably uh, not going to be able to cast. Okay. See if we can keep her rolling in your absence. Who knows? Maybe I'll just fly down to Vegas and then I'll be like, hey, Flint, you can just sit here and we can just do the podcast <laughs> together. That'd be funny. Live no, that'd from, be hilarious. It'd be live yeah. from uh, HP. What's the name of the convention? It's HP something or other. Oh. Uh, it's an HP convention. Oh, that's exciting. HP convention. Discover 2022. That's what it is. The Edge to Cloud Conference in Las Vegas. It's at the Venetian Resort Hotel and Spa. Ooh, that's fancy. Yeah, that's why I've taken the wife with me. I'm going to be going to Vegas for my birthday, and I have, like, my reservation for Hell's Kitchen already all booked up. Like, <laughs> Oh, nice. I'm, I'm, 
so ready. My birthday is like, I'm just so ready for a lot of reasons. So I'm excited. I've never been to Vegas, not past the airport. So I, I haven't either. Vegas is awesome. I haven't either. And I probably wouldn't have if my boss didn't want me to attend this convention. So my only problem with Vegas is it is expensive. Yeah. That's why I'm like tucking every little bit of money I can away. And I'm like, I have everything planned out, like how much the dinner at Gordon Ramsay's Hell's Kitchen is going to be, <laughs> my hotel room. Like, yeah. But at least, like, I don't have to worry about the, the flight. Yeah. There's that. Yeah, there's that. Yeah, I got a corporate card, so my food's covered. Sweet. <laughs> Logan, how was your uh, week? What have you been playing? Okay, I mean, I'm not going to bury the lead. So I got my new TV, and I love the panel. The panel is awesome. The colors, brilliant. Um, I just, yeah, it, it's it's not as good as I was expecting, though, because it's it's definitely better. Uh, but I I would say if you put this next to the current gen G2, which is LG's higher model uh, OLED, that you'd be hard pressed to tell the difference in a blind taste test in a blind test um, but it is good it's it's really good I love it I hate Samsung though I hate Samsung I hate, I will never ever 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 buy another Samsung TV ever again ever the UI is absolute trash it is I can't it's I have to be doing it wrong I haven't figured out how to do it properly but I have to be doing it wrong it takes so much effort to change inputs it is unbelievable. You have to, I don't even know what you have to do anymore. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm reduced to actually using the uh, voice commands to change inputs. There's no input That's button the, on the remote? There is no input button on this remote. There is no input button on the TV. People will say, oh, there's a source button. Is there? I don't think there yeah, is. Yeah, mine has a source. Mine has a source button and that changes the input. This is... Canadian, a $5,000 TV and the remote does not have an input button on it. It's right there. You're, you're talking yeah. this You're talking this thing? No, no, it's no, on the bottom. Side. Right there. It's right there. I thought it was the other side. <laughs> just um, I'm going to laugh if that is it. That right there? I died. I can't read that. I'm just fucking with you. Yeah, that's Samsung TV. <laughs> that's Disney. That's a, Disney. That's Prime. Oh, there's a home button. You got to use the home button, and then you select Move it over. on the yeah. screen. What? What? I thought it was up at the top there on the other side of the microphone. Um. So this is a settings button. That okay. is. I don't even know what that button does. It doesn't do anything. <laughs> Oh, there we go. It's the self-destruct button. So I have to add a view. But you'll see, yeah, this is going to be great for the audio people. Right. But I'm going to put this so you can see it. Oh, you can't see that. All right. So you'll see here, there's no Xbox. There's no PS5. There's mm -hmm. no cable. It's just the different apps I've been using. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, no. I literally want to go input four, input three, input two, you know? And I'm like, it's crazy that I have to go into the home. Uh, key? I have to go into home. Yeah, that's what I got to do with the TV. I got to go over to media and then, oh, you can't see it. Damn it. Come on. And I go down to menu and then I go over to settings. Oh, wait, maybe it's connected devices. Is it connected devices? It is so long as it's been used. <laughs> that sucks. And I'm like, that's too many button clicks. I hate it. It's it's absolute trash for a TV that costs this much. It is never again or ever. They do update their UI occasionally. They, they, they better because this is <laughs> god awful. It's actually frozen and hung the TV three times. Oh, jeez. Like to the point that I'm like, I'm just going to turn it off for a bit. And I'm like, this is, it is outrageous. Whitney? Oh, so that's funny because I absolutely love my Samsung TV, and I mean it's a huge, like, sixty-inch screen. Um, but I also think I had to buy a replacement Samsung remote, and that's why mine has the source input on it. Um, so I just hit source, and I can change what I needed to change um, the input to. It's, so that might be why. It, it, I don't think I had the remote for it. 
I can't say enough bad things about my experience with this UI. Okay, you know what? So there, we'll leave it at that. Let's just talk good things. The back three remote has a solar charger. Ooh. And I think that's kind of cool. Um, so actually, I'm going to have to go back to the bad stuff in just a minute. So I've been playing a bunch of games that uh, benefit well from those vibrant, brilliant colors. So I'll do the occasional whip around the tracks uh, at uh, in uh, Forza Horizon 5. It's such a good couch game. Just sit back, chill, and do a lap. Uh, I restarted Ori and the Blind Forest again, so I'm playing that from scratch. Oh. And it, the screen really does a good job with these games. Like it's, it's, it is a noticeable difference, especially if you got them. So I went from a C9 up to this, and I'm like, yeah, instant difference. Um, I did a bit of Middle Earth Shadow of War, and I don't like that game anymore. I like the original. Um, <laughs> But this one, it, I don't know what they did. I think they just churned it out way too fast because I found the uh, the, the com, um, combat in it a bit clunky. Um, and I don't mean clunky as, in, well, yeah, clunky. Just trying to, because you're, due to the, they do a good job of you're outnumbered and you feel like you're always outnumbered. I was at one part of the game and this was a random occurrence but I was ambushed three times in eight minutes by captains. One was an epic. An epic. I, I hadn't even killed the first one when the second one ambushed me, and both two were still alive when the third one came in because of all the other orcs around me, their, their supporting cast. And these are random events. I'm like, that's kind of bad. And when you die, the person that kills you gets promoted, so it's even harder to try to get away uh, and not die. So... I went back, I played that for, I don't know, an hour, and I'm just like, yeah, I don't, I wasn't feeling it. I did go back and I played a couple um, uh, rounds of Star Wars Battlefront 2, and again, so good oh, with yeah. the TV. With the, with the Quantum Dot OLED, that's a good game. Yeah. I did play a little bit of that this week as well. And then I heard a rumor. I heard a rumor that this panel is actually capable of 144 hertz. That so surprise me. I am not a smart man. I did dumb things. In order to get uh, above 4K 120, uh, you need a, a, a cable that's capable of doing 48 gigabits. Uh, when you look at your HDMI cables, the naming convention is really specific, although it all sounds the same. You have uh, HDMI, you have high-speed HDMI, you have premium high-speed HDMI, an ultra high-speed HDMI, and all four of those are different speeds in that order from low to highest. So I checked my cables, and my cables are only high-speed, which maxes out at uh, 32, maybe 24. I can't remember exactly what it was. So I had to order some new cables. Well, wait a second. Why do you, why do you need 144 hertz refresh rate if you're not playing FPS games? Because I need to refresh that Civilization game as fast as possible. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, I, I was, I was testing out with Borderlands and I'm like, yeah, that's, I just, I don't know because if it's there, I want it. Yeah. And like I said, this was, I was not a smart man. I, I really should have just left, left alone in order because my computer's here and the TV's there and the actual ports for the TV are on that far side from there to there is about eight feet. But because I want to hide the cable, I have to go along the desk, around right. the corner, along the desk, up and around. So I need about 15 feet. And the maximum length before the signal degradation hits is between 10 and 15 feet. Unless you get an active cable or you go optical. I couldn't find an active that in that length of that quality of ultra high speed. So I had to order optical. A hundred freaking dollar cable. And as you saw today with our conversation throughout Discord. Yeah. Uh, doesn't look like the cable worked properly. So I've got a couple for cables I'm going to test with, and then I'm going to return that and say that's it. Um, it's not worth the effort to try to get all of the things. I, yeah, so I'm very annoyed with how that turned out. Uh, now, Samsung does have a, a cute little, um, it's, it's a niche thing. You can have a game mode overlay on it, and it will tell you your um, screen ratio. It will tell you your FPS. It will tell you if VRR is on. And so it's, it's nifty to have that up and engaged so I can see 
what my refresh rate was. Uh, but again, it's it takes up literally a third of the screen, so it's not something you really want to have on the entire time you game. But it's nice to have a third option to verify the speed at which your screen's refreshing. So between that UFO test and in-game FPS counters, I was able to verify that, yeah, it wasn't just the panel telling me and that it was uh, true without uh, black screen insertion. So it was cool. I played both Borderlands 3 and 2, and like I said, man, all of these, all of these games really benefit from those color pops. Like, it is wild. It is good. So, yeah, I, I did a lot of various gaming uh, throughout the past week. Fun times, fun times. Cool. Whitney, what about you? I know you've been working a lot. Have you had a chance to uh, do any gaming? Uh, well, I've been working. I had surgery. I watched a lot more things than I have gamed, but y'all, you all might be surprised by this. So I noticed the other day that a game was automatically downloaded onto my phone and I forgot I pre-registered for this, but uh, I pl I've played a little bit of Diablo Immortal. How is it? Um, <laughs> I get a little pissed off at times because the servers can be so freaking bad. Um, but I mean, it's, it's kind of like a little bit of an MMO. Like there's other people there, uh, you know, that run around the same town. So you see everybody, there's a lot of things to do. It's not bad, but it's not particularly like spectacular, but I've been playing it and I'll probably go home tonight and play it. Um, because, like, I love those kinds of games. Like, I love those dungeon-crawling games, and I love the Diablo franchise. Like, I'm almost done with the original Diablo. And, like, I have a lot of qualms with it, it's, and it really comes down to the servers. If there are, like, if it's a heavy time when people are on, it's just, it's so frustrating because I'm just constantly dying because the servers want to lag, and this is even if I'm, like, soloing a dungeon. It's frustrating. It's so I thought for a while it could be my internet connection at home, and so I'll play just on my cellular data. And no, it's the same thing. Um, but I feel like a lot of times it's very heavy in the like you need to pay if you want to do a lot of things or if you want to get really cool gear, and that does really frustrate me a little bit because I'm not going to be tossing Blizzard money. I just so this streamer, Asmogold, uh, him and his buddy did a breakdown on how much it would cost to max out your character. And mm -hmm. they came out with a price of $100,000. Oh my God, it really doesn't surprise me. Just by playing it, it really doesn't surprise me. Now, I do love to do the Google Opinion Rewards, and I will use that money on in-game stuff. So I have spent that money inside the game but i won't spend any of like my real as you call it monopoly dollars on uh on that game but yeah it really doesn't surprise me because if you want to do like any of the elder rift stuff like you got to buy the crest and you don't get like the legendary crest really easily which gives you like the good gear and things like that and a lot of people don't want to put a crest into it and that really frustrates me because it's like you're just trying to get a free ride that really curates me. So I'll leave parties and join until somebody's like, yeah, you know, yeah, I'll just put in at least one. I'm like, okay, at least you're giving something. But <laughs> that's just me. <laughs> it's like, you know, you only get so many legendary, legendary crests, and I'm like, come on, like, we're supposed to be going for good gear. Let's go. Let's do this. Um, I feel like at times, especially early on, the game wants you to do a lot of things all at once. And I like that there's different options in which you can do. So if you want to follow the story, you can follow the story. If you want to do just the Elder Rift runs or the um, Challenge Rifts or what have you, you can you can focus on that. And there's other things. Um, but I've also just hit level 41. And I just feel like sometimes it's just it's a lot all it wants to do. And it's like, you know, it, it just... It feels really meshed together. But, I mean, overall, I think the graphics could be better. I think in terms of, like, putting the characters in, it's, you know, it's good. You can also play on PC, apparently. So maybe I'll have to try it that way and um, break out the laptop or something and just chill in bed and just try and play and see if I like it better that way as opposed to trying to play off my phone. Because I just, I hate staring at my phone screen. 
forever. That's why I think, you know, a lot of people were upset in the first place. It's just, you know, why would I? I downloaded it last night on the computer, so I've got it ready to go. I just haven't given it a go yet. Oh, well, I'll tell you, I'll message you and I'll let you know what server I'm on and I'll invite you into um, my war band and things like that. Okay. Because I need some people. And you, like, if you run together with your war band, you get credit for things and whatnot. So, yeah, I'll get with you on that. Sounds good. We can hate on this together. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that's, that's been kind of it in terms of playing. There's a few games I have um, that I've bought that I've been meaning to play, but I just haven't really felt up to playing. Like I said, I just kind of had the energy to work and then just watch things at home as I'm trying to rest. So that's it. All right. Well, we did have a little news this week. There was a a big announcement. Uh, Star Wars Survivor was announced, and this is a follow-up to um, Jedi Fallen Order. So I'm looking forward to this. I'm playing the, for those of you who are just listening, I'm playing the trailer now for the live stream. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it looks like just a continuation of uh, Jedi Fallen Order, but Jedi Fallen Order was a good, was a pretty good game. Oh, I see the Inquisitor there, or the Grand Inquisitor. Saw him for a second. I guess I got to replay that, eh? I never, I never finished it. I didn't like the way it was going. Uh, story-wise or with... Um, yeah, story. Just I felt bad. So, Grand Inquisitor must not be. Oh, this unless this tastes. I don't. I don't want to say any spoilers. <laughs> hmm. All right then. No spoilers. I'll no spoilers. There's somebody in a back to tank there. I think that might be his old master. I can't remember. Is it I'm gonna have to. Is in the trailer though? Uh, no, I don't see any real spoilers in the trailer. Oh, okay. I thought you guys were talking about the trailer. I was like, oh, uh, well, I thought if it's the trailer, it doesn't really count as a spoiler. No. Um, it looks like this is coming out in 2023, so next year sometime. And it's, a, it's an EA joint. And uh, that leads to our next topic of discussion is that EA is trying to sell itself or wants to merge with someone. Yeah, they've been shopping themselves around, eh? That's uh, that's surprising. I didn't think things were that bad for them, but it's kind of a bad. I just think that watching everyone else get uh, picked up, they think that they can get a, a prime dollar right now from someone who might be scrambling to go. Oh my gosh, everyone else is buying. We better buy too. Who so. just bought Activision? Was it Disney? No, that was Microsoft. Microsoft bought Activision. Bought Activision. I think there's a lot of mergers happening right now that I don't think that that's going to really fall through because EA is a big company and now you're just starting to monopolize a lot of big developers um, or publishers under one roof. Like, I, I don't know how well that's going to go for EA, unfortunately. Imagine if Comcast bought EA. That's like they, <laughs> they, they compete every year for like the, the worst company in the United States. <laughs> yeah. But what I think is really going on is that EA lost their FIFA license. And FIFA was responsible for 80% of the income. I think it's relative. Uh, about 80% of the income, the revenue uh-huh. that EA was getting. So while they still have their soccer games, uh, they're no longer allowed to brand them as FIFA. Wasn't the Sims under EA? Sims, yeah, it's under EA, NBA 2K, WWE, um, a lot of games. They, they, they've, they picked up a lot of studios. Activision picked up a lot of studios. What worries me is that we're going to have all the studios under basically two big conglomerates. Jerry, Madden, football, yep. Most of the sports games are under EA. Oh, yeah, sports games are all EA. And even a lot of the so racing I just wonder games. what point that's going to just get blocked and just be denied because those are big like companies like Microsoft absorbing Activision is pretty big. That's yeah. pretty freaking huge. I can see um, Disney but, offering to buy EA because EA does does so much of the Star Wars stuff. Yeah, I think if anything Disney buying EA would be pretty smart. So 
I wouldn't be surprised if they do, really. Because now, obviously, Disney has Star Wars. Yeah. So it would just be smarter. I would love to see Valve buy them, but I think it'd be too risky for Valve. Oh, please, no. I would like to see Valve actually put out another Portal game. Portal (laughs) 3, please. Yeah, Valve doesn't make games. They sell them. And it's sad because they made good games. Like, Half-Life was really good. Portal is one of my favorites, still is. It's like, please, Valve. But it's such a risk. You know, these game studios are such a risky buy because it can all go bad. I feel like Valve making tech is more risky for them (laughs) than, you know, what they've been doing for years, just selling games. They've had a good established platform doing that. And I mean, I got to give, I'm sorry for the noise in the background, but I got to give Valve credit, you know, for trying and trying to be innovative. Like, I'm sorry, can't say the word right now. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like, but I'm just like, I wonder how in the end the Steam Deck is really going to hold up. I hope it holds up really well because their Steam Controller, unfortunately, was a flop. And I only play it for certain games because it's so frustrating at times. I, but I have to play for like Pardew Valley. I have like five Steam Links, but that's just because I picked them up when they were cheap. And I do use them. Um, and then I, I have a friend, uh, actually a coworker. Uh, who who has a Steam Deck and he loves it because he's always on the road and uh, he 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 just loves it. Can't say enough good things about it. Uh, he's you know it, every review I've seen has said you're gonna if 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 you expect to just turn it on and play then play with those games that are certified for the Steam Link, but don't expect to turn it on and play any game you want if it's not a certified game. So, but right now that list of certified games for the for the Steam Deck keeps getting longer and longer. So, hopefully by the you time I Final get Fantasy. mine. Oh, hopefully. I mean, you can play Final Fantasy 14 now on the Steam Deck. Like every time like I saw that, I was like, "Ooh, you know, maybe uh sometime down the road I'll end up getting a Steam Deck because it's looking more and more tempting. I thought Nintendo Switch for the longest while. And I thought about it, I'm like, why would I get a Switch when I could just get a Steam Deck and play games that I've already bought. I, right. And like, it's, I've noticed like every week we've done this podcast, I usually check the Steam Top 10 and the Steam Deck's been number one for weeks now as its number one seller. And if it's outselling games, then, I mean, they they must be doing pretty good. Yeah. I just, I haven't really, and I guess maybe it's because I'm not actively looking at the reviews, but I get a lot of tech stuff like steam stuff that go across my news thing but i haven't seen anything like steam deck must buy or you know really people talking about it and i think that's kind of the biggest thing so but i'm hoping you know maybe come the fall we'll see where the steam deck's at yeah hopefully i'll have mine before fall (laughs) i really hope to have mine before fall i was hoping to have it by now so i could take it on my camping trip but not going to happen. It's probably a good thing to unplug. Uh, but yeah, with the recession looming, I think EA is just looking for shelter in the storm. Yep, I agree. Uh, Prince of Persia has been delayed. This is We called this too. We yeah, totally we called it after the first time. And I thought we talked about it. I thought we talked about it last time. Yeah, well, no. I remember we talked about it recently. Yeah, and we said at that time, this is the first of many. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it makes me sad because I love the Prince of Persia game. Yeah. Like, it makes me sad. But I'm happy to see at least it's being worked on. I hope it doesn't get, you know, canceled altogether. Um, I think that would kind of be really sad because there is a big fan base for it. Oh, yeah. Huge. They'd make make bags. Bags of money. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would rather they take their time and delay it and come out with a damn good game than Cyberpunk. Just saying. Yeah. I agree. But I still want them to come out with the game. Me too. Yeah, take your time with it, Ubisoft. Please. And Resident Evil 4 is getting a remake. This is just kind of a continuing trend of the Resident Evil games getting remade. So far, they've all all the remakes have been pretty well reviewed. 
I'm not upset by it. I mean, if you, as long as you do a remake and it's good, but I won't say it's on the quality of like Final Fantasy VII remake. But I mean, those are some pretty old games um, and really loved games. So to remake them, I mean, I, as long as you're kind of staying true to the original um, in terms of the story and everything, then and you give something new to it, I'm, I'm not against it. Yeah, I'm all for it too. I, I I would prefer when they remake a game, they start from scratch. Like keep the story, keep a lot of the mechanics, but do a whole new engine, whole new um, you know, whole new game. Mm-hmm. Just same story as four. Yeah, exactly. Now, Call, Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Two will have a worldwide worldwide reveal next week. Activision Blizzard announces we should expect the worldwide reveal of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 on June 8th. Uh, the video stream will take place on YouTube, and there are already users waiting there. That's kind of creepy. Chatting away. What else is there to say about the second game using the same title and the same setting as the 2009 installment of the series? And they'll still make millions and millions of dollars. Yep. I'll, I'll buy it. I'm not. I, I like Call of Duty, so I'll end up buying yeah. it. I guess they just wanted to use the word remaster or remake. Yeah. That's my favorite shooter. Um, let's see what we got here. PAX West will be an in-person event as we come out of the uh, COVID times. Or try to, anyway. Uh, I think going is a silly idea considering there's the PAX plague every year. So, and I, I mean, plague. you know, I, I'm still not, it, it is a real thing. Like the PAX plague is very real. It happens. Um, I've had it happen to me a couple of times. And so now like anytime I go on a trip or I go anywhere, I have like a glass of orange juice with emergency mixed in there to boost up the immune system because it, it sucks. Um, I have to somehow try to f- justify this to my CTO that I need to go to PAX. Like there, there has to, I, I, I have could. to, I have to get like a bit like maybe tell them, uh, that, yeah, there's this convention in Seattle. It's a tech convention, but it's more software based <laughs> and see if I can make it a business trip. Networking. <laughs> networking. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Networking. I mean, if you do, let me know. I'll fly right down to Seattle, and, and I, I'll go. Cool. I know a few years back, uh, Logan and I were trying to, um, you know, figure out the logistics of meeting up at PAX West, but it just never happened because for me at the time, it was too cost prohibitive. I did meet some of our fans there. You did? We have fans? We did. I did. Holy cow. Yeah. I still have the uh, Saints Row shirt that you sent me from that convention. Nice. I think we need to make some, like, if we do it, we need to make some, like, AFK podcast shirt. <laughs> we used to have them. Oh. Used to have them. Uh, oh, that way we did that article already. Spider-Man and Spider-Man Miles Morales coming to PC. What's the difference? Spider-Man is the original 2018 PS4 video game. Miles Morales was its sequel that came out on PS5. Uh, They are coming to PC in August. All right. And the original Spider-Man game will be remastered, even though it's only four years old, uh, but some 4K textures and whatnot. So Mm -hmm. this this seems pretty good. Four years after a game's release, uh, transferring over to PC seems like a good... Well, Sony's... Not a bad time. Sony's been on that for a little while now how are how is it getting on pc though did they say what 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 store it's going to nope no okay just peeking around i don't see it there yeah i'm just wondering you know it wouldn't surprise me if sony did their own pc store they've got enough games makes sense uh jerry says he thinks it's steam and epic games yeah that makes sense too I mean, why pay for the overhead if you could just sell it on uh, two platforms that already exist, right? Just raking the cash. 
Epic Store exclusive, one year. <laughs> it's alright, I can wait. <laughs> Plenty of games to play. Well, that's it for the uh, gaming news. A little hardware news, a little light at the end of the tunnel here. I wanted to add some positive news. Uh, majority of current gen GPUs are now selling at or below MSRP. Yeah, it came down, Ooh. thankfully. Yep, they've been dropping hard. And I think that supply chain issue is about to go away as the recession hits because there won't be any demand for stuff. <laughs> and with gas prices, people don't have the extra money to spend on shit. So I was going to say, like, GPU prices finally go down, and it's just after the gas prices go up. So if it's, one, if it's not one thing, it's another. Yeah, yeah. No, now I can afford GPU. Oh, no, I can't because of gas prices and food prices. But it's good to see uh, them kind of returning to normal. And now if people want to get a GPU, they can get one cheap. Uh, so if you've been yeah, waiting, like do it now. Because when the next gen, next gen comes out, it's going to be a repeat of the same. Because mining will come back because you've got these new powerful GPUs. And there'll be scarcity again. And you won't be able to get them. So upgrade now while it's affordable. Uh, that's it. That's all I got for news. What have we been streaming this week? I've been streaming just YouTube, YouTube's tech streams, a lot of Linus tech tips, um, and you know other tech people that I follow. Um, Austin, I like Austin, and uh, other than that, the Kenobi series. I watched the first three episodes. Not gonna say any spoilers or anything. I'm just going to say that the first two episodes were kind of boring, but it got really good, uh, episode three. Towards the end. Excellent. I haven't seen anything yet. I have to wait for the family. Ah. What have you been watching? Uh, I've been watching everything. <laughs> yeah, it looks so, like it. Yeah, let's start with the easy stuff. So I did finish up Star Trek, the original series, which was cool. You know, good, good stuff. Um... And then I finished up Moon Knight. Uh, it was good enough. I didn't like the ending. Uh, I thought what it was. Moon yeah, well, I just not hokey. I just thought it was weak, weak sauce. Um, you know, it ended the way it did, and then and you're sort of like, oh, what what happens? And then they're like, oh, well, here, let's just give him another personality, and he's still in the game. Right. Whatever. I liked the last episode, just not the very ending of it. I thought it was mm -hmm. interesting. Um, I hated the introduction of uh, his afterlife, um, but then episode five or six, I thought really rounded it out quite well, made it a bit uh, more palpable. Uh, and with the new TV, I had to go back. I rewatched the original Vintage Clone Wars micro series, which were like those uh, eight or 12 minute uh, uh, clips from the web. They look so good up there. And then because of that, I'm like, oh, I got to rewatch the original Clone Wars. So I'm digging into that. And then my son wanted to watch 300. So I'm like, let's throw it up there and let's see that. And some of the scenes in there are super good. Like they turn everything almost black and white except for the Spartans' red capes. And you're like, oh my God, look at that. That's so good. Um, I watched the Boyle's uh, Diabolical Animated Shorts on Prime. They're all just trash. I didn't like them. Is that the one with Jensen Ackles? Uh, well, yeah, they, they all the original voices uh, were in the animated shorts as well. But it was just, eh. So I watched the first episode of The Boys Season 3. And I like the premise of the show. I like it's very interesting. I just feel that they're missing an opportunity to... Um, I guess, I guess, sorry, I'm going to go opposite with this. You're supposed to show, not say. Wait, did I have that backwards? Yeah, show, not say in, in film. It's supposed to be more impactful. But all of the, um, you know, they're just disgusting human beings. And they, they waste no time <laughs> in showing how disgusting all these soups are. And it's like, I don't need 20 minutes of, you know, human filth. To, to, to get I you can you can give me like it in five minutes and I'll believe you 
but I still like the premise of the show, so still working my way through that. And I know some people will be like, oh, but you really need to be angry at them. And I'm like, I am. I'm good. I'm good now. <laughs> I mean, like, it's been three seasons of watching normal people getting absolutely blown up all over the place in, in gory detail. Uh, yeah, I don't need the depravity, you know, half of every entire episode. I think that one was canceled, wasn't it? No, season three is just came out. Oh, okay. okay. And have you guys seen Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness yet? No. No, I haven't yet. I'm waiting for that to come out on Disney Plus. Yeah, it'll oh, be out right. later this month on Disney Plus. Okay, so when you do, let's chat about that. I think I've said it already that the music and the use of the music are so good. For me, um, it's, uh, it's 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 just time. I don't have time to 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 watch all these things. Yeah, true. Uh, I, I, oh, sorry. I just, I really wanted to go see it in theater. I've been paying for the Regal Cinema Pass movie pass for like the past four months, and I've not gone to see it a single movie. So I need to like start making use of that or cancel. And Doctor Strange was on the list, but I've just had so much going on with work and things outside of work that I haven't wanted to go. So at this point, I'm just like, oh, I'm just gonna wait for it to come out on Disney Plus. But I really want to see. It. I've heard good things. I've heard, I've heard a lot of mixed things though about it. Yeah. Um, my, my very short review is it's, it draws on so little House of M, but it's still the comic series House of M, but it's still, that's what they're talking about, but it's sort of a waste. So I can understand why, why hardcore fans of that comic series would be like, oh, come on, it would have been such a good film. Yeah. I can understand why they'd just be like, eh, but I think it's, it's another really good delve into Wanda's madness and and understanding her mental state. I think it's it's a great film for mental illness. I think it's it's really good, really good. If you look at it from that uh, that perspective, well, that has. I've heard as I've heard as a Scarlet Witch movie, it's really good. But as a Doctor Strange movie, it's really meh. Hundred percent agree with that. And Jim, what were you gonna say? I said the the mental illness aspect has me intrigued. Yeah, I, I, I really liked it. Um, it seemed, there seems to be a general theme lately. So there was that. There was uh, Spider-Man. Um, what was the latest Spider-Man movie subtitled? Uh, no Way Home. No Way Home. Uh, and that, because I loved um, William's uh, take on the Green Goblin. He just nailed that so well. And that, to me, is all you know a mental illness sub-theme in it. Uh, and finally, have you guys seen Top Gun Maverick yet? No, not yet. I'm hoping to see it in the theater before it leaves the theaters just because of the uh, cinemato- cinematography. Yeah. I'm not going to see it. Just I'm going to tell you all right now, I'm not watching that movie. <laughs> if you if you like the original Top Gun, you should probably see this in theater. Yeah. I've I, never seen the original Top Gun. I don't care to. Uh, for me, it's about the amazing... I've seen clips from the movie and just... these. This isn't CGI. These pilots were actually doing nope. this. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, and it, and that that is the draw for me. Is, is I'm a big fan of fighter planes. I wanted to be a fighter pilot when I was a kid, and couldn't because of my, I don't have very good vision. And um, okay. uh, so now I'm just a big fan enthusiast. I can't imagine how that sales pitch must have gone. Listen, listen, listen. We want to do a movie, a ta- new Top Gun, but we need you to really do the most craziest fucked up shit in a fighter plane that you'd never really do in real life, but looks super awesome on the screen. What can you do? <laughs> and that's probably how that, because all that's like, oh my God, it's, but you park all that. Oh, it's a good film. Uh, I saw a lot of people talking about uh, film of the year. I didn't think so. Uh, it's got some good pieces in there for sure. Some really, 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 really good scenes. That's good. Uh, but o- overall, it's a glorified Iron Eagle movie. Oh, is good. Yeah, I like Iron Eagle. Yeah. Except they didn't um, use real MIGs. They were using French Mirages. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I liked it. Uh, I disagree with their assessment of greatest film of the year. No, not from my perspective. It'll, it'll probably really, really good part. win an award for the cinem- cinematography. Cinematography, but, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's good. The boy enjoyed it, so worth the money. Do they play the theme song? 
from the original Top Gun movie. I can't, I can't spoil anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like Danger Zone. That's my uh, no. The original theme song is just instrumental. It's just the guitar. Oh. And it's, yeah. Sorry, I like. I think of Top Gun, and all of a sudden, you know, Kenny Loggins' Danger Zone. Yeah. In Danger the head. Zone. You can just hear that. Dong. Yeah, yeah. That's my that's my alarm tone. Yeah, my alarm clock. <laughs> Time to kick the tires and light some fires. Uh, that's all I've been watching, all of it. Whitney, how about you? Well, I'll kind of keep it short and sweet because I'm now off the clock and got to drive home, but. <laughs> So, I mean, I've watched, like, over the past couple of weeks, I've watched a lot. I've watched uh, the movie Fresh on Hulu with Sebastian Stan. Uh, I thought that was really interesting. It's kind of odd seeing him as, like, a uh, cannibal. Uh, but it was, it was actually it was a pretty good movie. I, I watched it, and I stayed awake for it. So, for me, you know, that, that says a lot. Um... I've watched so much that I'm trying to think of it. I watched, uh, like, The Girl from Plainville, um, the one about Gypsy Rose, all three of those being on Hulu. Uh, I watched, well, I guess the big thing, I'll cut straight to the case, uh, Stranger Things Season 4. Oh. I watched that. Yeah, I watched that, too. Did, I uh, well, we'll try, I'll try and keep it spoiler-free because it's still fresh out there. But loved it, absolutely loved it. My short, like, more, one of the things I loved, I felt really iffy moving into season four because it just, as things go on, they start to wane in quality. But I felt like the Duffel Brothers in this time during the pandemic really took the time to write out a good story and yet bring it back to season one and the things that people loved about season one. I mean, you got, like, D&D up the wazoo in there. I loved the D&D scenes, um, you know, in terms of the music and the use of music, in terms of, like, the 80 references and things like that. And just bringing it back to that original story from season one, it just it felt like it's really coming back full circle. I'm really sad that I have to wait till July for the last two episodes or mini-movies, however you want to put it. Yeah. But... I really loved, loved, loved season four. Yeah, it was good. I, I, I think season three for me so far has been my favorite, but four was was really good for all the things you just said. Like, I agree 100%. I guess See, I'm like, I love one, two, and three first then. Well, you said you're not a horror fan, and I mean, horror, fan, but like, they really, I have to admit, season two and season three, they really kind of amped down the horror, it felt like, but like yeah. season four. Like, like I said, they brought it back to season one, and, but they amped up the horror quite a bit in season four where I was really surprised. For me, like, I love all the seasons, so this isn't like a hate list, um, but for me, season three is on the bottom. Season two, I, season four, but season four is like neck and neck with season one. I always have to give it to the original that starts it, uh, but like season four is just, it's up there. It's hard for me to kind of I want to put it at one, but I always give it to the original that starts starts it. So, but it's really good. I highly recommend if you haven't checked out Stranger Things to watch it. So, I'm like, Logan, you need to watch it. I know you're not a horror person. I'm not either, but it's good. And, and I like that everything the Duffer Brothers do in these films um, is a callback to the 80s. Like, did you notice mm -hmm. that the the clock itself, the sound it makes, is yeah. the same sound the clock makes in the labyrinth. Yes. Yes. I, I kind of like, I thought about that for a minute, and then somebody else, I read somebody else pointed out, I was like, that, that does like sound really familiar. And I even, at some point, um, you, you see the Alaska plane in mm -hmm. one of the scenes. It's not really a spoiler, but there's a plane. And I was like, hmm, let me do some research here. That, that design is correct. That plane model is correct. All the way down to the flight attendant uniform. <laughs> and I was like thinking to myself, I was like, you know, as, as uh, you see her, the last time you see her, uh, and uh, see, I don't want to say too much because they're complaining, but her humor, like, have a nice day. And just all that's going around, like, yeah, you know, she's just hating life right now, <laughs> just like that. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. All right. Well, we ran a little long this week, but that's okay. Uh, weren't able to do one last week. But uh, thank you both for being here. Thank you. Thank you, thank Jerry God. Gamer, for being here. Uh, you can find the AFK Podcast at theafkpodcast.net. There you'll find links to our Twitch stream, YouTube, and Discord. Join our Discord for more PC gaming and hardware discussion. So for me, for Logan, and for Whitney, we'll see you next week. Peace. Bye.